Welcome to the Teenagers in America podcast. I'm your host, John, joined by co-hosts Aiden and Reagan, and today we're talking about joy as the fruit of the Spirit to continue our series on the fruit of the Spirit. Um, and the verse for today is um, rejoice in the Lord uh, always. I say it again, rejoice, Philippians 4.4. 4. And that is the uh, basis of what we'll be talking about today. And uh, to begin it, what's you guys' uh, first thoughts? Um, yeah, so uh, my first thoughts on this topic are, um, I think it's important, like, when you're looking at joy, to be able to look at both sides. It's kind of a, it's kind of a two-sided thing when you can have joy um, in circumstances that would um, promote joy anyways, like um, good circumstances, and then circumstances that aren't so good that wouldn't necessarily promote an attitude of joy. But as Christians, we're able to still receive joy from the Holy Spirit, and I have a definition of joy that is not just the regular definition, but a more Christian definition that would be more uh, close to what is in the Bible. And it is, Christian joy is a good feeling in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the Word and in the world. So we're able to, um, if we focus our eyes on Christ, we can still have um, a feeling of joy, an uplifted feeling. Um, but it's even, it's even deeper than a feeling. It's not just happiness momentary happiness, but it actually goes deeper than that so that we can both have joy in good and bad circumstances. So I think that's kind of my first thoughts to, to lay the lay the field for this one. So yeah, I, I agree with um, you, Reagan, especially when you're talking about um, both good, uh, uh, joy in both good and bad times, because I feel like um, that's that's a key thing to note because it's easy to be you know joyful and happy in the, in the good times, but it is also is pretty hard to, to be have the same amount of joy in bad times when you may be going through trials or hard times and stuff. So that's pretty key to note. Also, um, I feel like as believers, we have a, a great reason to be joyful because we have been saved from our, our sins. Ultimately, we are not bound to sin anymore. And we have been um, given a way of salvation through Christ and his death. And that's a big deal. It's not just, a, you know, um, it's not just a little thing. You know, it's not just a, a minor thing to think about. It's, it's a big deal. And upon that, I, I feel like when you look at our culture today, you know, you look at so many things like commercials and, and different ads or um, articles on, you know, um, how to have more joy in your life and be and or more happiness and or something like that. But it's all people trying to find out how to have this almost unreachable amount of joy in their life. But the reality is that joy is found in Christ and it's found in, um, like I said, through Christ alone. So. Uh, yeah, that's those are my first thoughts on, on this topic. Yeah, and as you're saying that, talking about kind of the idea of trying to attain joy through, like I think, like you said, that culture is big into that, and there's that whole the self-help community where you are trying to attain something through other means than Christ, attain um, like fulfillment, satisfaction that goes beyond just momentary, but that's really all that a non-Christian or non-believer can actually find is momentary pleasures and, and happiness because um, that's what the flesh desires. But like Aiden said, we have we have Christ. We always have a reason to be joyful for anything, even in bad circumstances. It, at the very least, we have been saved, and that is n- not a thing to just be pushed to the side. That is a thing to have joy in every day. And um, it can be a struggle, but that is something that I think we need to remember. And um, we have this Bible verse, First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So that kind of sums it up. That's if you want to have that satisfaction and that in that um, that kind of whole. I think that all humans have for God, 
filled up is to be a Christian and then go through life rejoicing God, praying, giving thanks. Because I think, I think, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about this in the when we talk about thankfulness. But it's crazy how much these things tie together. Um, but having thankfulness, just saying thanks for anything, especially for your salvation, that will give us joy. That will, and and praying too, that gives us joy and that gives us the ability to walk through hard circumstances and good circumstances, um, in all the things we're doing. So. And yeah, I agree with what uh, Reagan and Aiden were saying. And uh, as Aiden was saying, he was saying um, that you can't find joy or uh, real joy outside of Christ because um, it's part of the fruits of the Spirit. And the Spirit's referring back to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit uh, working through you will give you these uh, fruits in your life. And there's happiness, which is kind of like a worldly joy, but it's more fleeting than joy. When you have joy and you have Christ, you could be more rooted in it. And when bad times and good times and every type of time comes through, uh, then you can remain joyful. With happiness, it's more of like a fleeting thing that happens only when good times are happening. It doesn't really reach into bad times. And when you're having a bad time, it doesn't. You, you say I'm not being having not very happy, but with joy, you could be joyful even in the bad times and the good times. And I think that's really important to see that. Uh, it's when you have Christ, it's an option for you, and it's something that you can go into and you can live in as like a mindset, and it's important to live in that mindset as to uh, live more like Christ and what He wants for your life, because He wants you to be joyful. He doesn't want you to have the fleetingness of happiness. He wants you to always remain in that state of uh, gladness and joy, and um, but He wants it to be from Him. And the things that he gives and uh, let him fill you up and not things of the world uh, and stuff and things that are like make you happy for a minute and then they lose their making you happy feeling. And uh, joy is the only thing that remains. Yeah, and I want to speak to something uh, you were observing there, John, that, that feeling of fleeting happiness. Because I think a lot of people, especially um, our age, um, teenagers can search for happiness in the wrong places and not find it. And then there can be depression and things like that. But if you can seek after God and find that joy, it's never going to go away and you won't end up seeking after things that can be detrimental to you um, or putting, trying to put your joy or put your happiness in something that will go away because it, it will go away and then you'll be left with nothing if you've been putting all your um, eggs in one basket, I guess. Um, and then it'll go away, and then you can get that feeling of depression, which um, I think is a big deal in our age especially. So to avoid that being rooted in joy, like Johnny was saying, um, and really understanding, I think is this uh, it's a good thing, especially during the hard times. Yes, and um, I think that you know, it ultimately comes down to worldly you know, joy and happiness when you look at it. The things that, that give you, you know, joy, the people... Um, think at least gives them permanent joy. Um, you see so many people that you know do things like, for example, doing drugs, or you know, smoking and and drinking and all this stuff. It's you know, it brings them quote joy and happiness to do so, or it bring takes away the the struggles they they're going through. But the reality is, all of that is not necessary in a uh, when when you have. Uh, true salvation in Christ alone. That's not necessary. Not, not, there's no worldly thing that can give you the amount of joy that the Holy Spirit can give you uh, in having a true relationship with Christ that can give you. So I, I think like like Reagan, when you read that in the beginning about the definition, the Christian definition of 
joy for at least what we see from uh, biblical joy when uh, i think that you said it was by john piper i believe i could be wrong on that but when it says christian joy is a good feeling in the soul produced by the holy spirit as it causes us to see the beauty of christ in the word and in the world and when you look at um the scriptures you see the truth in it and you read it it's a blessing for us to have the word um to read it and that should alone bring us joy the fact that we're able to read god's word we're able to grow from it we're able to learn more about the god we serve and then at the same time see the world that he created see all the beauty that's in it see the creation and see the like what we are able to do as believers that we're able to go out and present the truth to everyone you know and we should not only you know do that but we should have ultimate joy in that that we're able to you know uh believe and be saved and then at the same time share that truth with others and i think that that's kind of overlooked in our culture today and by fellow believers is the fact that like it being saved is a blessing but upon that you know we have the ultimate opportunity especially here in america I mean, I know, and I know not everyone listening to this podcast may be in America, but the the um the the freedom that we have to do so, we're not limited. You know, we're we're very blessed to be in the country that we are. We're, we're you know held down by laws, or, or you know we're not being persecuted. And obviously, persecution is a terrible thing, and it um it's an ultimate result of sin um for, by uh, people who you know are hardened their hearts toward God and the truth, but the reality is, is, you know, we have the ultimate opportunity. We have the word of God. We have the truth, the gospel within it, and we have, we can go out and, and share it to everyone. And that should bring us, you know, joy um, very much so, knowing that we have the opportunity to do that. And, and actually, it should also, you know, be an honor for us as, as people as well that we can do that. But, I mean, there, there's so many things that, I mean, there's that can bring us joy. And I mean, and yeah, I mean, I, I think you can find joy, like when you look around, you know, the things that God has given us to do, like, you know, for example, you can go to like a, an amusement park or you can go to the movies and watch an, an, a cool movie, you know, or play video games, all that stuff. That brings you kind of, you know, joy, but it's not permanent. It doesn't last and it doesn't, it's not, um, that's why when you hear the songs, you know, on the radio, the secular songs that, you know, talk about all the money and the fame and all this stuff, but it doesn't last. And that's why there's a constant strive by people to continue to just go after it and, and go at more and more and more and more and more. And it doesn't last. And so that's why, you know, when, when you have a true relationship with Christ, that joy is everlasting and it continues to, um, to, to uh, occur and be there and it doesn't go away. Um, and that's, yeah, and I think that's very significant for us as believers to, to know. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, we see the difference as well when we look at um, the life that we lived before being saved, the sin that we're in, the we're bound to sin, we're, you know, sinning all, um, not caring about whether or not, you know, we're disobeying God or not. And then we see the difference between then and now after being saved and being like, you know, I sinned against God all those times. I still do sin as a believer but I've been forgiven and um, I have found the true peace and joy and, and so um, in Christ. And so, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a, I mean, this is a pretty cool topic to discuss. Honestly, I, I enjoy discussing this. 
Yeah, I think you I think you hit it right on. You hit a lot of points and I completely agree in a lot of the stuff you're talking about. Um even with the um talking about um our situation versus other countries and I think something that's really encouraging about those um in other countries, especially where persecution is very high, is I think those places actually have more joy than the American church, which is actually really encouraging that they can have joy. If they can have joy in those circumstances, which are terrible, like they have to be in those underground churches um, for the persecution and um, oftentimes violence that they experience, that we could definitely, in where we are living now, um, experience joy and be able to share that joy with others since we can do so um, more freely than others can. I think that is a way that I see other um, people in other countries encouraging um, this body in America. But I think that's something we need to exercise more, um, like you were saying, really being joyful in all circumstances and not going after things that um, that won't provide um, any joy. And I think um, even right now in this time, it can be easy to lose sight of Christ. And I think like, you know, that story of, of Peter when he sunk in the waves, when he was not looking at Christ um, during the story where Christ was walking on the water. Um, as soon as he looked away from Christ, he was unable to walk on the water anymore. Um, so keeping our eyes on Christ helps us go through bad times and be able to keep joy so that we can spread it to those who are afflicted and those who are suffering, maybe in, th in current events like, a, like this um, coronavirus that's happening. The future can seem uncertain and can seem um, bleak, but as long as we hold on to joy and we know, we know that we have salvation, we know that heaven is our end result, we can help each, uh, help each other and help um, those who aren't maybe Christians to come to know Christ and, and to wonder why we're still able to have joy in, in some in some hard and terrible search, uh, situations. So, um, yeah, I think you definitely hit a lot of points, and um, this discussion has been a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed the uh, the topic of the fruits of the Spirit. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with what, especially what you were saying, Ray, and, and I think that the thing to note right there, which you kind of, or you did hit on it quite a bit, but... Um, when you talked about the persecuted church having more joy than we see most, you know, fellow believers and here in, uh, you know, say that the United States having or um, in other countries, certain other countries where I think it comes down to like seeing how we are like, we are so blessed. And so we have like the, the reality of it all is this, we have, Bibles everywhere, you know, like here in America, we have like, there are so many like different um, Christian stores you can go to and, you know, uh, you can have all the, you know, books on the Bible and, and, up, and uplifting books and all this stuff. And also, I mean, you can go to uh, just, you know, local stores like Walmart or, and, and you can buy a Bible and <clears throat> it's not a big deal. But you see, you know, in places like you were talking about, Reagan, like the persecuted church, you go over country, over other countries where they literally are like, you cannot, you know, you cannot read the Bible, you cannot preach the gospel, nothing. And if you do, you'll be punished for it. And like, if we look at the gravity of that, like, that's a, that's a big deal. Um, but like you said, the amount of joy that they have and they exercise in their daily lives should be really almost like jaw-dropping for us as, as people, you know, that are so blessed and we're in this, you know, kind of comfortable um, 
area where we don't really have to worry about that. But these guys, when, when they see the Bible and when they're given a Bible, they are so happy to have that. They're so happy to have the, the words of God himself in, you know, in their hands, they are like blown away and you can watch, you know, I remember a couple, um, maybe a year or so ago, our church, uh, showed a, a, a clip of, um, some, I don't remember what country it was in, but people receiving Bibles. It was a mission um, goal that this, had, you know, this had, they wanted to give Bibles to this part of the country that, that they were, they didn't have very many and they were very limited and they got there with a ton of Bibles and people were on their knees like crying. And we come here in America um, and, you know, at least that's what I, I don't see other countries because obviously I'm, I'm, I live here in America. So that's not, I don't know what happens to other countries necessarily, but, um, you know, what I see here is like that doesn't happen at all you see a bible it's just like eh, you know oh you know we, i've seen that many times you know there are a lot of people that are not that are that have seen a bible all over i mean it's people everywhere have seen or heard of the bible it's a pretty common thing um but there's never any like you know we actually have the bible and we we know it's treated like sacred like it's a big deal but you go over there in other countries and the amount of joy that they exercise and show but even just seeing a Bible is incredible. And like, we don't have that over here. Um, and I think that you said that we really need to, to pray that, you know, we would have that same amount of joy and, and happiness and, and desire to have the Bible and to read it and to, you know, love reading it, not just read it because we have to, but read it because it, it is the truth. It is, um, you know, the God's word and that, uh, we can grow from it and learn from it, and then we should. We that I mean, I think that even though the persecuted church ultimately, even though we, you know, it, they're in a terrible situation, they are a better example of, um, of true joy than sometimes we are here, um, when where we're so just blessed and we have it all. So, um, yeah, truly, I, I think that the persecuted church is a great example of, of true joy. They even in times where they're getting beat for believing, you know, in and the true God of the Bible, believing what Christ did on the cross, they still have joy and hope uh, in what He did. And, and so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's yeah, it's such an example, and I think that that's. Like you hit you hit on it perfectly. I don't know that I could really add anything to what you said because that's exactly spot on and um, something that we really need to be, especially in America, reviving that that feeling that because we have so many Bibles, it's almost like it's just become normal. Like we need to still be just having a Bible, just looking at a Bible should be should should give us joy, as you were saying that people in other countries because they've they've done a great job of actually doing that. I think and being a really good example in that. And there's a psalm, Psalm 119.14, um, I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. It's like I rejoice in being able to hear your word, read your word, even if that's something that I need to change. I'm still joyful that I actually got to hear a word from you. I have something to change. I have something to work on. And I think that's a really important thing. And then, like like you said, like even um, the church is persecuted and they have joy. Like even here, we don't have as much persecution so we should be more thankful, I think, for the fact that we're so free and we should be even more joyful about the Bible. That's like rejoicing in both good and bad times. If they're going to be able to, if they, if they can rejoice in the bad times, we, we, we sure can rejoice in the, in the, in the good times, the, 
that we get to experience here. So I think that is re- that's really important. I'm I'm glad we got to touch on that in this episode. Yeah, I totally agree with what uh, Aiden Rayner saying, and how uh, there's this persecuted church in these other countries that are uh, like they can't um, practice their beliefs in Christ, and they are in danger if they do uh, believe in Christ. And that's completely different than what's here. We have churches that we could go to. There's Bibles everywhere, and it's no, it's not any or very much persecution. Uh, and if they can have joy, then we can have joy in anything in all circumstances that we go through, because uh, their circumstances, in a lot of cases, are a lot harder to deal with than those that we have in America. Uh, but we have a tendency to make them seem worse, or say uh, those are their issues. We have our own issues, uh, and. Um, they're big to them, but these are big to us, uh, and there's excuses, but um, it's just the point's still valid that you can have uh, joy in any situation if you choose it and if uh, God lives inside of you. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree with what you said there, Johnny, and I would like to um, challenge everyone who's been um, been listening that to go out in, in this next week and hopefully to, to years from now and be joyful and really think about um, the blessings you have if you're when you're here in America, and then for those um, listeners in other countries, um, thank you for providing a good example um, under persecution. And I think that we can all together, as the body of church, really be uh, as the body of believers. Sorry, um, be focused more in joy in all circumstances to be that light to the world. So, yeah, yeah, and like Reagan said, like I, you know, it ultimately like. I think, well, I actually, I think that this is key to point out at this time. Um, I know that we've been talking a lot about America uh, and, you know, being here, and but it's simply because well, this is where we're from. But, you know, for those who are listening that aren't from America, you know, you may be able to see the same things in your own country with you know, people not, you know, uh, showing or the most joy about, you know, when they see the Bible, or maybe you're limited, maybe you're not allowed to read um, the Bible. And if so, you know, I, I obviously, we just want, I just want everyone to know that, like, we're that in doing so, obviously, we, you know, pray um, for our own selves that we can stay consistent in the word. But also, like, I I do take time to pray for everyone that listens that, you know, that um, that everyone is able to have a copy of the, the word and read it and to um, that everyone would grow from reading it. And that um, those who hear this that are not saved, that they would be saved. And so, um, yeah, I just, and I just want you to know that everyone who's listening, regardless of whether you're going through something or not, or you have you know, your family may not be for reading the scriptures or maybe the country you're in limits you, but like I'm, we're praying for you on this podcast that it all um, will work out and um, that everyone will be able to uh, uh, have a copy of the word, read it, and that um, you can grow in your faith. Yeah, exactly. And I really hope that this has been uh, an encouragement um, through the past couple of seasons that we've been doing. I hope it's been an encouragement, um, like Aiden said. Yeah, I totally agree with all that. And as we conclude this podcast, I just want to say a prayer for all our listeners and uh, those the persecuted church in other countries. Uh, dear God, please help uh, people in other countries that are uh, persecuted for their beliefs. And as they might not be able to get a Bible or they might have a Bible and they can't read it or whatever the situation may be, help them to keep finding joy and keep um, pursuing with you and... Uh, living for you each and every day uh, and help them to be able to find a way to be able to hear the word 
so they can grow. Because uh, if they are Christians, they want that, and it's not their fault that they can't have it. Uh, and just help them to be brave and strong. And people in America, please help us to uh, keep reading your word as it's readily available to us. If we don't have one, we can still get one at any store we want to. And uh, as of now, it's not something that we can't get. Uh, as in some other countries. So please help us to uh, use that and to keep growing in it. And uh, please help our podcast to uh, bless many. In Jesus, amen. And uh, that's it for our podcast. Thank you for uh, listening. Keep a lookout for future episodes as we continue the series and uh, walk through with us. <laughs>